You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 56. How do you end a conversation gracefully at a networking event? Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan. I'm a leadership coach and best-selling video course creator for Business Etiquette 101, Social Skills for Success, and the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. I created this podcast to help you build your brand, visibility, and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Leadership Pod. Today, we're talking about a complicated topic, something I'm sure you've experienced at one time or another, and it's likely that you have experienced it at a networking event. And we're talking about how to end a conversation gracefully. So this is a Q&A episode. This was requested from one of my wonderful LinkedIn connections, Genevieve, and she wanted to know how can you end a conversation gracefully at a networking event? As soon as she sent her question through, I knew it was a fantastic topic to tackle in this podcast and also in the related YouTube videos that I create around these episodes because I have struggled with this myself. Before we get any further into this episode, though, I want to point out that you listening can request me to do a Q&A episode on something that you struggle with. Uh, just as this Q&A episode has been sent to me, a question from someone in my community, you too can send your questions to me if it's something that you struggle with and you want me to answer it. So whether it's about your personal branding, about communication, business etiquette, networking, job interviews, or social skills, send your questions to me via LinkedIn direct message, via email, uh, via Instagram, because I'm also on Instagram quite often. If you wanted to email me your questions, send it to Kara at executive-impressions.com or you can visit my website, www.executive-impressions.com. Look for my contact form or you know email addresses, contact information there and send me your questions that way. So we don't normally look at ending conversations as a thing that we need to do. We're usually preoccupied with starting conversations, what we're going to say to that person, how are we going to start talking to them and making a great first impression. But ending conversations gracefully is just as important. When you do it right, you end the conversation with a positive impression. When you do it wrong, though, it can damage what was a positive conversation and lead to a lasting negative impression. And that's certainly not something you want the other person to walk away with. To be honest, I find it really difficult to end conversations, especially if I'm stuck with somebody who is a rambler, who just keeps on talking and talking and doesn't stop. You see, I come from a background where it's impolite to interrupt people and that's kind of ingrained in me. In my mindset. So I find it very, very difficult to stop people from talking, interrupt them, and end the conversation. I see it as rude if I were to interrupt somebody. So I don't. And as a result, it is difficult for me to end conversations easily. Maybe this is something that you can relate to as well. And if you're listening to this episode, it probably is. I'd say you have difficulty ending conversations uh, at networking events or maybe even in your social life as well. 
But through my work in business etiquette and now leadership, I know that there is nothing wrong with ending conversations. It is not something bad that you should be scared of, especially if that conversation is taking you somewhere you don't want to go. And the thing is, I understand that it actually makes you look strong and confident if you do take the lead of the conversation and end it if that's what you need to do. When we're talking about this in relation to leadership, in relation to your career, what it really comes back to is the fact that your time is precious. And most of the time when you are stuck in a conversation with somebody and you don't know how to end it, it's probably when you are networking, right? When you're at a networking event, when you're stuck with somebody who, like I said, just keeps rambling on and doesn't stop. At networking events though, the thing is you want to speak with people who are worth your time. You are taking the time out of your schedule, away from the office, and also away from your family to attend that networking event. There must be a reason for it. There must be a purpose for it. So you want to make sure that you use your time wisely and speak with people who are worth your time. Now, this might seem a little bit shallow, but if you are searching for clients at a networking event, then That is your purpose for being there, new clients, trying to find new clients. So you want to make sure that you use your time as effectively as possible to speak to as many people who match your criteria for what a potential client looks like for you. So if you find yourself stuck in a conversation with somebody who is never going to become a client, who does not match the profile of your client, and there's no possibility that they will ever become a client of you or your company, then you're wasting your time talking to that person. So it might seem a little bit shallow, but when you are in business and when you're in leadership, you really need to realize that your time is precious and you need to use it as wisely as possible. Now, this is something I can definitely relate to as a business owner. And in this episode, I'm going to share some things that you can say to get out of conversations that you are stuck in, things that you can say to end conversations so you can use your time more wisely. And another thing to keep in mind when ending conversations, especially at networking events, is when you end a conversation before you get to that lull period, before you get to the period where you and the other person have just run out of things to say, this is the best time to stop a conversation before you get to that point. This helps you end the conversation on a positive note and leave a positive first impression. Because if you and the other person have nothing left to say, and you're both just standing there wondering what you're going to say or how you're going to end the conversation so you can move on and talk to somebody else, it's not going to leave a positive first impression in that moment. And the other person is unlikely to walk away with a positive first impression of you. For sales and people who are looking for potential clients, this is really important because you want the other person to look forward to your next meeting. You want them to look forward to your next conversation together. So it's important that you try to end the conversation before you get to that lull period, before you get to the point where you have nothing left to say. So I'm going to share eight strategies with you in this episode. They're going to be nonverbal and verbal strategies. Both are really helpful and very necessary in communicating to the other person that you want to end the conversation. So you really do need to use a combination of both to indicate to that person that you are ending it, that you're ending the conversation and you're going to move on and talk to somebody else. So let's first talk about the nonverbal cues. 
There are three nonverbal cues I'm going to share with you. The first one is distance yourself. This means take a small step away from the other person when you want to end the conversation. Now, the reason here is when we move away physically from the other person, it indicates that you are getting ready to leave. And subconsciously, the other person will realize this and they will realize that you're going to be ending the conversation soon. So if that person you're talking to is tuned into nonverbal cues, if they can read nonverbal cues really well, then they will probably understand that you will be ending the conversation soon. They'll get it, they will understand, and they will themselves try to wrap up what they are saying because they will know that you're going to be leaving. But not everybody understands nonverbal cues very well. Not everybody reads them very well. And if you're with somebody who is like that, who doesn't read nonverbal cues well, then this is probably what's going to happen. And this is something that may have happened to you in the past. So you might take a step away from the other person. The other person will take a step closer to you. You'll take another step away from that person. That other, that person will take another step closer to you. And this goes on and on and you end up dancing around the room because they simply don't understand this nonverbal cue. So try to use the strategy of distancing yourself first, but if that person doesn't understand it, if they take a step toward you, then that's a, an indication that they don't understand or read well nonverbal cues. So you're going to need to try something else. The second strategy for nonverbal cues is to point your feet away or to point a foot away from that person. Now, the thing here is when we point our feet away from that person we're talking to, or when we point a foot toward the door, it indicates that that is where we want to go. You can read a lot about a person's emotions, about their feelings, about their direction by simply looking at their feet. When you look at where their feet point to, then that is a great indication of where they want to go. And when you use this at networking events, in conversations, talking to someone, it subconsciously tells the other person that you are going to be leaving the conversation. And hopefully, as I said, if they read nonverbal cues, they will realize that and then they will quickly end the conversation on their end as well. The third strategy is to look over their shoulder. Now, this one is a little bit more on the rude side, so it doesn't necessarily fit into ending a conversation gracefully, the title of this podcast episode, but it is an option if you are game enough to use it. The reason why this works is it breaks eye contact with the person you're talking to and it indicates to them that you're not interested in what they're saying. So as I said, it is a bit rude, but it does work. So if you need to use something that is a bit more obvious, that's a bit more direct because the person is not getting your other nonverbal cues that you're using, then maybe looking over that person's shoulder will help you end the conversation. So let's get on to verbal cues now. There are five verbal cues I'm going to share with you and verbal cues are probably the most interesting for you listening to this episode. It's probably what you are looking forward to hearing about and learning about the most. Something that works really well for verbal cues to indicate you want to end the conversation is to repeat the last words that person has said. This helps you take control of the conversation. And I'm going to share an example of what this would look like. So let's say you're at a networking event talking to someone. You can repeat their last words by saying something like, 
Oh, so you focus mostly on small business consultancy. That's really interesting. I would love to learn more about that right now, but I have to get going. So repeating the last words of what that person says helps you take control of the conversation so that you can lead it to where you want to go. And when you want to end a conversation, especially if you are stuck with somebody who is a rambler, who just keeps talking and talking, you really do need to jump in, take control of the conversation by being the conversation leader here. And that way you can lead it to where you want to go. And if where you want to go is to end the conversation, then that enables you to do it. The fifth strategy I want to share with you is to use someone else as an anchor to get out of the conversation. So what this would look like is you're talking to someone at a networking event and you see somebody pass you by, you see somebody walk by, you say to that person, oh, Louise, it's great to see you here. Have you met Jennifer? And you bring that person into the conversation. Or if you see somebody from afar, somebody who is not walking by you, but somebody, say, on the other side of the room, you can say to the person you're talking to, I've really enjoyed talking with you. There's someone I need to talk to over there, but I hope to see you again at another event. So that is something else that you can verbally state to that person to indicate you are going. You are not going to continue the conversation with them. And when you bring somebody else into the conversation, like the example I shared with you when somebody's walking by you and you say, oh, Louise, it's great to see you here. Have you met Jennifer? When you bring someone else in the conversation, it can help to take the pressure off of you and it does make it easier for you to find a way out of that conversation because the person you're talking to will now be talking to that third person you have just brought into the conversation. So it makes it easier for you to kind of slip out of the conversation and leave them talking with each other. The sixth strategy I'm going to share is to ask for their business card. So this is really, really effective. This is probably the one that I use the most often. I feel it is reasonably polite and it really does allow me to end the conversation gracefully. And what this would look like is you say to the person you're talking to, it's a shame I have to cut this conversation short, but can I have your business card so we can connect online? Or you could say, can I have your business card so I can email you next week and organize another time to catch up? So this indicates to that person that you have really enjoyed the conversation and you want to continue it. You have enjoyed talking with them and you want to keep talking with them and finding more about their job or their business or what they do. But now is just not the right time to have that kind of in-depth conversation. So you're indicating that later on next week, in a couple of weeks time, you're interested in meeting them again. And people will be delighted by this. They will think, well, clearly I left a good first impression on this person. They want to meet me again and it will make them happy and it will make them remember you. You can also use this opportunity to give them your business card as well. And once your business cards are exchanged, it is much easier to end the conversation and to move away. The seventh strategy is to introduce them to somebody else. So you're talking with that person, you can jump in and say, oh, have you met Douglas over there? Let me introduce you. I think you have some things in common. Now, this one is a little bit sneaky. It does take a little bit more courage, but again, it helps to take the pressure off of you and it puts the focus on someone else. And if you do it with a smile, if you do it with positive body language, and if you also indicate that you have really enjoyed talking to that person and it's a genuine introduction you were making, 
for them, then they will not leave that conversation with you with a negative impression. The eighth strategy, and this is the last one, probably the hardest one, it is the plain interrupt. So sometimes you will be with somebody who won't stop talking, a rambler like I described earlier in the episode, and this is sometimes the only strategy that you can use. It is a bit bold and it does take some courage, it does take some confidence, but the plain interrupt to stop the conversation is sometimes the only option you have. But just because it's direct, it doesn't mean it has to be impolite. You can still do it with a lot of grace. And this is what I would say to somebody if I just wanted to use the plain interrupt. I'm so sorry to interrupt you and end the conversation early. I've really enjoyed talking with you, but I have to get going. You have a couple of other options here. You can add in, I would love to catch up sometime again. Or let's organize a time to meet again so we can continue this conversation. And you can also end it by offering your business card and asking for their business card as well. So these kind of add-in strategies you can put on at the end of the interruption part of what you say can help to smooth over the process and make it look a lot less impolite and help you end the conversation a lot more gracefully. So there are many ways you can end a conversation at a networking event and end it gracefully as well. All of the strategies I mentioned with you, they do take a certain amount of confidence. Some require more confidence than others. At the end of the day, there's no easy way to end conversations. The main problem I had in ending conversations is that I didn't have the confidence to take control of the conversation. But as I mentioned I've done a lot of learning in this area and it's something that I know how to do now. It's not daunting. I don't find it daunting at all. If you want to be more in control of conversations and in business or social situations, then there is a lot more learning that you can do as well, especially in one of the video courses that I have, the Business Etiquette 101 Social Skills for Success video course. This morning, I just finished replying to a bunch of new reviews for this course. A lot of them were four-star reviews, five-star reviews. So it's a fantastic foundational course for anyone who is in the corporate world or who is a professional or even runs your own business because it really helps you to build your confidence in business situations, in social situations, mainly because it helps you know what to do. When you know what to do, you feel more confident in those situations because you're not worried about doing the wrong thing. You're not worried about saying the wrong thing. There are a lot of sections in this course on building know, like, and trust, and that's probably what most people like about this course. It helps you know how relationships are formed and how you as a business person can develop strong relationships with people. So the know, like, and trust section is probably the most popular. There is one section on networking. There is one section on conversations, on executive wardrobe, and also on your digital footprint. So we cover a lot of different topics in this course. Now, if you are interested in learning more about it, then head over to my website, executive-impressions.com forward slash video hyphen courses and you will find the Business Etiquette 101 video course. Otherwise, you can simply Google Business Etiquette 101 video course and my name and you will no doubt find it somewhere on the internet. Well, that is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed the eight strategies for ending a conversation gracefully at a networking event. I hope they will be useful for you. I hope at least one of them you will use in the next few weeks or the next time you attend a networking event. 
Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you again next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel where you'll find videos to help you advance as an emerging leader. And I would love to hear from you via social media. You can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.